0: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Diamonds and the Rough podcast. I'm joined by Tim Kearns, and uh, we're going to be talking about the divisional games in the NFL. Um, and then we're going to give some predictions for the championship games. Um, so we'll go with the first game. This one was kind of a boring game. It was Bengals Titans. The Bengals pulled it out in 1916. Um, Tim, thoughts?
1: Um, I hope that Tennessee finally re- realized that Ryan Tannehill was not the answer, um, and he never was, because that was an actual geocomber performance. Um, there's no other way to put it, in my opinion. I, I put pretty much all the blame on him. And I also think Brable did get a little outcoached in that game, which surprised me. I, I thought that Brable would be the better head coach um, come playoff time, but I thought he got – Head coach, out head coach uh, pretty badly in that game by
0: Zach Taylor. Yeah, I, I was surprised because I basically nailed, I thought, a lot of parts of the game. I was like, Burrow's going to get sacked five or more times. It ended up being nine. If you get sacked nine times, there's no reason you should win. But the time's absolutely through. And I was like, they're going to be able to move the ball at the run. With all the running backs they have, which they they did. Um, but Tannehill absolutely threw the game, <laughs> not even close. Um, and yeah, someone I really like the Titans. Um, I've been a fan of them for a while. I like watching them, and that offseason where they signed both Henry and Tannehill to those deals. Henry, I understood. I was like, I don't necessarily love paying running backs, but Henry led you single-handedly to the AFC title game. Very fair. But when they signed Tannehill to that deal, I thought it was the dumbest thing ever because I truly believe – I truly believe you could get like a sixth or seventh-round quarterback, teach him for a year to do what Ryan Tannehill does. Exactly. I don't think Ryan Tannehill does anything special. Anytime he does something good, it's because of play action, which is all set up by the run. It has nothing to do with him doing anything well. And literally first play of the game, terrible interception to give Bengals free points. And thank God the Titans defense stepped up or else it should not have been a game. But um, I'm going to give Joe Burrow some credit that's tough to deal with that much adversity with getting sacked all the time. It seemed like he was getting sacked all the time. They all, they also took away two sacks because of like the delay of games and stuff. So he's getting hit all the time, but he knew he was like, I just can't make mistakes. Whatever happens on the, on the O line side of things, it's not my fault. I can't make mistakes because that'll lose us the game. And for someone that young, I guess he's he's on the older side, I, I'd say, of being a young quarterback, but um, not a lot of playoff experience to understand that and compose himself to do that was very impressive in my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been a Burrow Beck for a long time. Um, and, you know, I couldn't think that was his greatest game, but he's, he's certainly hung in there. and With the offensive line performance in front of him, I was pretty uh, – Satisfied with what he put up, uh, Pete and Titans was a big deal, and he had a lot to do with it. But, yeah, um, I mean, he I was somehow. Also surprised if, uh, the Cincinnati defense stepped up as well. They looked pretty good. Yeah,
0: they they were they were solid. I mean, he Burrow somehow threw for three hundred forty-eight yards, and let's not talk about this game without talking about that kicker, that Bengals kicker. Oh yeah, he was lights out. Yeah, on. Un- Real draft by the Bengals, honestly, I I guess. I still will stand by saying I think they should have picked Sewell, but I'm not going to knock them for it anymore. I'm not going to knock them for it anymore because Chase is clearly the real deal. He's been great, and that's one of those moves, I guess, that made the quarterback happy, which surprised me. I thought he would have wanted – uh, you know, to not get sacked nine times in a playoff game, um, especially coming off a torn ACL. But, hey, they I guess, um, you know, it was good because I just thought Sewell was a guaranteed elite tackle, which I think he's already kind of shown with the Lions this year when he played. I mean, he seemed like a very good tackle. Um, I mean, he made the Lions were a terrible team giving golf time and those running backs having great seasons. Um, and he was a big part of that. But, um, yeah, I was just like, it's more difficult to get a really good tackle than a good wide receiver. Because I truly think this Bengals team would be better if, for instance, they picked Sewell and drafted like Elijah Moore or something. But Agreed. There's, there's almost – the value of the wide receiver is almost becoming –
1: it's almost plummeting because yeah. there are so many good ones out there now.
0: Um, I know. Even I mean, this draft, there's going to be a ton of yeah, depth at it.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're, every draft class has like four or five studs now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a bit of a different way to look at things. Like, there are, there are more guys that can get it done to wide receiver position than they were in the past in my opinion, and, and that makes them a little less valuable.
0: Yeah, but all credit to the Bengals. It's good to see um, them coming from that year last year to now the championship game, a small market team that really, the owners haven't put any work into, which is just really sad to see because there's a lot of diehard Bengals fans, and I mean, they practice in a dump, and like it's just a mess out there, and the owners don't care for them, but it's good to see them finally succeed. Um, so that's been kind of cool, cool story. Yeah, I mean, I'm praying they beat Kansas City and go to the Super Bowl. I, I, I hope they do too. <laughs> um, but we will, we will get into that. Uh, mm-hmm. The next game is 49ers-Packers. 49ers winning me a lot of money, so I appreciated that. But, oh, my gosh. What a weird game that was. (laughs) I could not believe just all of it, all of it, the whole game. Rogers drives down the field, gets seven, and you're like, okay. Well, this is not how I thought the game would go. (laughs) Once that happened, I was like, shit. Uh, I don't know about this because – You thought there'd be at least some resistance, and there wasn't. You're like, Rodgers is just going to go to the Super Bowl, never mind this game. And then he just completely chokes and can't move the ball at all. And I just could not believe it. And uh, he is not getting, in my opinion, enough – what's the word I'm looking for? Hate, I guess, for his performance. I don't feel like – I mean, he only scored 10 points. Yeah, to me, that's the
1: big story of that game. Is that Rodgers can only put up ten points? Um, <coughs> yeah, I mean, it's San Francisco's was often struggled too. Um, it was a cold, snowy day, but that's his home, home turf, home field. That's where he wanted it. He, uh, he said he wanted a home the game in the cold and the snow. That's what he got, and lost to Tampa Bay, <laughs> and then. Yeah. Same thing this year and
0: lost to San Francisco. Yeah. I mean,
1: That's a, what kind of to me.
0: yeah. I mean, the worst, one of the worst special teams performances ever. I mean, you get the blocked field goal and then the block punt at the end that ties the game. And once that happened, you just knew, even though the Packers were getting the ball back you're like Rogers hasn't been mo- been able to move the ball. The 49ers are probably amped right now. And then sure enough, three and out, punt it to Jimmy G. And uh you know, they drive down the field. And hit the and one- once the field goal is coming, you knew it was over. <laughs> oh yeah. Google I miss it. if it. was
1: if it was someone else I, you know, maybe yeah. But Robin Gould, I trust him.
0: And Jimmy G once again finding a way to win don't care what anyone says <laughs> cuz that that's been uh a major debate i have with multiple people and i'm only claiming he's an average quarterback <laughs> i'm not even okay. trying to say he's a lead i'm just saying he wins games how can you make say he's terrible <laughs> um there's also a very gutsy third and seven run you remember that at the end of the game I don't. So it was third and seven at like I want to say like the thirty-five or thirty-eight or something, and it was just like Jimmy G's got to throw this for a first down, and they went shotgun and handed it to Debo, and he got like ten yards to set up the field goal.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was I I do remember that now. And I was shocked. I was like, what?
0: I was so shocked, but it was kind of genius because every single person thought. Yeah, he one has to correct. throw
1: the ball. Yeah, they would have gotten killed for had it not worked
0: out. But um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, out. they didn't need the first down. They were probably just trying to get yardage to make it closer. Um, but uh, it's cool. This was this was kind of cool because it's the Bengals and Niners both finishing last in their division last year, and now they're both in the championship game. You know, just goes to show that uh, anything can happen in the NFL. And also, I, I saw this. Uh, it was like an Instagram post. I want to get your opinion. It was, would you rather Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller or Nick Bosa and Fred Warner? And I uh, thought it was actually kind of tougher than you'd think.
1: I think, I think it's Bosa and Warner.
0: That's why they – because I just prefer the versatility. Yeah, and the eight. Uh, I I assume with those questions, I mean, this year, but still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the Niners, for as long as they're both on the defense, they will have a good defense.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Warner's, Warner's just all
0: over the place. Oh, he's a beast. Absolute beast. That punch out was crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um so just another quick thing. Uh what what do you think happens with Rodgers?
1: I think he's going to Denver. Denver. I think that that's too good of a situation out there. You know, there's too much quarterback history. Elway's gonna to want to do it. Um they've got a team out there that is really quarterback away that they, that would put them in a serious discussion in the AFC. Yeah, I, think but, I think it's Denver, uh, possibly Pittsburgh, but I think Pittsburgh goes for the quarterback in the draft.
0: Interesting. Um, another thought I had, though, was does Rodgers want to go to the AFC? I mean, with seeing, you know, the four QBs over there who just had dominant seasons, and now three of them were crazy in the playoffs – you know you're going to have to face those guys. I mean, might be like, try to avoid it. And another thing I thought was, if you were the Packers, do you want him back? I know that's crazy to say, but is um, he worth the trouble now at this point? Because he, he it's not looking like he can get it done in the playoffs.
1: I think Green Bay, if they're smart going to a, a rebuild, because they're so far over the cap, and you know, I mean, there's, they've just got so many problems. There are different guys that they're going to lose. Uh, this offseason, too many guys to pay. Um, so, yeah, I think that honestly, letting Rogers walk might be their best option. I just love maps or just trying to play for a uh, better
0: draft pick while they're rebuilding. I just don't think he's worth the trouble because think about how much media attention they got for all this stuff. And I mean, think what did like the Packers necessarily do wrong to Rogers? I can understand the the drafting thing that would frustrate me as well. If I'm like, I want you to get this guy, this is actually a team need and I want you to get him. And then they don't. And then they see him have like the most yards ever in his first two seasons, like in Justin (laughs) Jefferson, right? Like, I can understand that being frustrating, especially when you trade up to get someone at your position. But in general, I mean, they've surrounded him with, you know, they. I feel like they've done right by him in a sense, I guess. I mean, he constantly gets 12 to 13 wins. (laughs) You know, it's not like they're, you know, throwing his chances. They're just kind of similar to what, like, the Pats did with Brady. It's like, we know the offense is going to be good because you're on it. We're going to make the defense good. We'll make little moves for you. But in general, we know the offense is going to be good. We're going to keep the O-line good for you. We want you to work with the weapons, and the defense will be solid. But – because the defense but, did not lose them that game. That being said,
1: when you don't have a dominant defense, you need to have some weapons on offense. And I think that really was the end of the Patriots dynasty was Belichick not realizing that the defense just was not at the point that. Well, we've agreed on the, the end. The, the, the end
0: was he picked a terrible wide receiver when he tried to help him.
1: Well, 100%. Yeah. He could
0: have picked four or five different guys that would have possibly made Brady stay.
1: <laughs> right. He also could have gone out and spent money. He also could have gone out and traded for someone though. Yeah.
0: He he did bad by him, but this year he had a good GM year, in my opinion. I I understand he had some misses, but he had a lot of
1: duties. If I'm being honest, I hope they take away Belichick's GM duties. I think he's shit. He's a great coach, great coach, terrible general manager.
0: I I agree. In history, hasn't been. A fantastic general manager. I know people can go, oh, but he has this many Super Bowls. If you look at some of the moves, a lot of them are like unnecessary or he could have made better ones or whatever. It's just he's such a good coach. He can kind of make up for the GM mistakes he makes. (laughs) So another GM would be good. But, I mean, hey, this year, if you're looking at it alone, he had a great draft and he had some good free agent signings. I know he missed on some, but he made a lot of moves. So in general, he was very good. But I don't disagree with you. Um, we'll move on to the next game, which was looking terrible, like a terrible game for a while, which kind of seemed deserved to have a bad game after the first two were decided on the last drive. It was kind of like, all right, we'll get a blowout. The game after this is the one we really care about. Um, I'm talking Rams box where the Rams won 30 to 27 and the Rams were up 27 to three. And, of course, every single person thought the same thing. (laughs) Brady's been down this before. He could come back. And even I was like, all right, come on, though. (laughs) Brady has no time in the pocket. He's down weapons. I just don't see it happening. And Cam Akers and that center for the Rams really tried to give them the win.
1: (laughs) The Rams gave – The Bucks every opportunity to win that game. They they made so many mistakes in that game. The Rams did not deserve to win that game, in my opinion. Neither the the Bucks kind of didn't either, but still, I mean, the Rams made so many bad mistakes.
0: I was happy for the Rams though, and here's why: the Rams went completely all in this year, right? Completely. And it might be kind of nice for a team to do that so other teams can look at it and be like, see, it can work to just completely sell the future if you're only going for one ring. And I'm not saying I think it's dumb what they're doing. I agree. But it might make the league more interesting because it's kind of interesting watching this team. That's like, good. I wouldn't say they're by far and away the best team. But kind of see, it's truly an all or nothing effort here. (laughs) You know, like if this doesn't work, everyone's getting fired. (laughs) Um, And it's going to be kind of one of those things where the Rams would be 10 years in the drain with no draft capital. And you're just seeing them die on the field every day, getting blown out (laughs) and stuff. I just think it's kind of interesting because you're really seeing the Rams right now and you're like, they have to win this is their best chance to win, they have to. It's not like if they lose on the next season. It's like if they lose, it's the same team, but you're going to lose guys and everyone's going to be older.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that they're probably the best overall team remaining. Um, but I think that Texas still has – Huge chance to beat him as well. Yeah, Francisco I, I, Francisco. I got to have. San Francisco has beaten them a few times recently, so I could also see the Rams, the Rams being the 49ers because it's like we don't win in a row against the team, but I don't know. It's, it's, the Niners seem like a team of destiny, kind of.
0: Yeah, um, I'll give my thoughts on Rams-Niners after we go to the last game, but just a quick thing. Stafford, I, I think you can kind of – like the Bucks coming back to me was not Stafford's fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand it's like you got to put up points, but Cam Akers had 24 rushes for like 46 yards and two fumbles. A- and there was a fumble where the center just snapped it when Stafford wasn't ready. <laughs> So none of none of it to me was like Stafford blew the game. So I think because for me, the biggest question of the Rams was Mass Devers had one playoff game and he lost. I I understand he's been in a terrible situation in Detroit before this, but I just I hate betting on a guy's first time in the playoffs when they haven't had prior success. To me, Joe Burrow was a an exception because I was like at LSU, um he had all the pressure in that to win the championship and dominated. There was no question, you know, um, but Stafford also though, you know, tied up 27 and those two throws he made to get him in field goal range to win the game were unreal. And that was clutch. Um <laughs> So I think, I think to me, the question of oh, it's playoffs, how will he do? I think that's over in my mind. I don't, I'm not like worried the situation will get too big for him. And also, you gotta give a shout out to Cooper Cup because he torches whoever's on him. <laughs> and I've been seeing a lot of hate against Cooper Cup, which I don't understand about oh, he's a slot receiver, he's not that good. I think that's dumb.
1: That's clearly just people who don't watch the game. He does a lot more than where a slot receiver does. Um, He lines up on the outside more often than he lines up on the inside, I would say, Uh, at least from what I've seen from him. I think it's like
0: 60-40, 60% slot, 40% outside. mm -hmm. But I'm like, you can't hate on a guy who had the most productive wide receiver season of all time, and it's not really close. Yeah. it's really not i mean he's breaking records constantly like i don't because i think some people like he's not top five and i'm kind of like i have a tough time not putting him in the top five after this year like what more does he have to do to be talked about in that way
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah i i think it's
0: tough because i think he definitely benefits from his offense but well, that's why he's not one or two or three in my mind. Like, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Don't top five. You don't think he's top five? I mean, I haven't. I guess I haven't like made a list, but we could. Think I like Cooper Adams. a lot, but I Adams. Uh, I'd have
1: Adams would be in there. Hopkins would be in there. I don't, I don't know what Hopkins. I don't is, think you can put him in because he's hurt. Yeah. Uh to mark chase you put chase uh, over cup for a 100 yes
0: oh my gosh that was his
1: first that. year
0: that was his first season i there. i i understand but cup's also like been very good his whole career like i don't like cup yeah. i know technically if you're doing year by year comparing both years cup was better
1: yes but that was also like his what fourth fifth year?
0: March said, I know that was a rookie. I'm not I'm saying, saying Chase so. isn't going to be top five.
1: I think he already is.
0: I mean he might be. I, I can't say I've done my list, but I also gave you the hot take. I think Higgins is better.
1: <laughs> Jamar Chase? Yes, I, I like I like Higgins a lot. I think it's
0: close, but I think like people are forgetting about T. Higgins.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, he, yeah, no, he's a good player. That's why I was surprised that they draft, drafted Demonte's first place. So I was like, hey, hey it looks like yeah. he's going to be another guy. Um, but. Okay, so that's three.
0: Fair, who's two more?
1: Yeah. Um, I had Adams, Jefferson, Demonte's. Did I not say a fourth?
0: Diggs, maybe.
1: Oh, I 100. Like
0: I I would agree with Diggs, and then I guess Tyreek Hill that might be fair.
1: Yeah, I mean Diggs doesn't put up huge numbers, but uh, he's—you can just him he's different, and um, probably I think he's probably the best route runner in all of football. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: <clears throat> so you then you put maybe Cup at five, but even that sounds seems like a stretch. Well, I, I think Tyreek Hill would be five, right? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I would definitely have Tyreek Or Hill. some type of order. So I guess you have Cup at six, and I would just put Cup in know, the top five instead of Chase. I would
1: probably have Hill over Chase, too. But um, I think Hill is a little different because his style is so different. Like, I don't know if I would like... I don't know if I even count Hill is like a pure number one receiver. He's just like a weapon. It's like he, Debo.
0: Yeah. It, it's tough to put rank Debo in terms of wideouts because it's like, right. I mean, if you're talking about his wide receiver abilities, it's probably not the up there with like Jefferson. It's very good, but it might not right. be top five. But if you talk about Debo as a player, right. Yeah. it's like, oh, I might rather Debo in my offense than Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm not uh, saying I would, I just in yeah. You know. So I guess you would have cup like six, and I have him five.
1: Yeah, I'd probably have him like six, somewhere around there. Um, I think DK Metcalf is another guy that I think has a chance to be better than Cooper Cup. I can't put him over him right now.
0: Definitely not right now. Year, but um, I what think a terrible year from the Seahawks. Yeah.
1: But Wilson wasn't committed. He doesn't want to be there, clearly. And they didn't have a team around him. So, why didn't they trade him
0: last offseason? That was my. Yeah, I, I hope Seahawks fans enjoy uh, Geno Smith next year because uh... – <laughs> Have fun with that. I will laugh if that happens. That will be the funniest thing. Um. Okay, but, yeah, that's Rams over Bucks. Is that Tom Brady's last game, Tim? I think it is. Not, really? Not, not, no, he wouldn't go out like that. What if, wins, what if he wins? What if he wins MVP?
1: I don't think MVP has anything to do with his last year.
0: Okay. I think it's his last year. But I think, Brady I think has proved me wrong multiple he's
1: times. So. He's always said 45. They weren't fully healthy. I think that he'll take his time this offseason let them do their thing, see what it, what the team looks like. And if he thinks that he can make one more run healthy, then he'll sign back on with the Bucks. If there are other teams that he feels he can make a run with, he'll entertain those offers. Um, and if he feels that there's a situation that he has a serious shot at winning a Super Bowl, I think he'll play. And I, I also love have... the
0: audacity Bruce Arians has of saying – um. What did he say? He said something like, oh, well, I'm comfortable with the guys we have in-house if he leaves.
1: Yeah, Kyle Trask.
0: And- I, I understand Thank as a coach you want to, like, you know, have confidence in yourself and, you know, make the other guys feel like, you know, he really likes you and stuff like that. But, like, dude, you just didn't even have to say that. <laughs> like, yeah. it's- mm-hmm. Kyle Trask is not going to be offended if you had rather Brady than him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing for my situation, though, is if Brady does retire, I could see Rogers going to Tampa.
0: Ooh, that'd be interesting. Um, heard, that'd be kind I'll of funny.
1: Floating around different places, so, yeah. That'd be funny. I could definitely see that happen.
0: All right. And now for the final game, one of the best games of all time. Capping off maybe the best playoff weekend of all time. It was Chiefs-Bills. And now, obviously, we have to talk about the OT stuff because that's been floating around again, which I have my opinions. But um, this was kind of a dark day if you're an AFC – if you're a fan of an AFC football team that isn't Chiefs-Bills-Bengals-Chargers. And even if you're Bengals-Chargers, it's pretty – pretty daunting i would say um because mahomes and josh allen literally did whatever they wanted now i know both teams don't exactly have incredible defenses i would say the bills had a very good pass defense though and they were getting torched out there um but they all did whatever they wanted, and you know, thirteen seconds was too much. Clearly, um, <laughs> yeah, that shocked me. I thought the game was over. I uh, I said to uh, like my apartment, when we were watching the game, and there was thirteen seconds, and it was just a field goal. I said, "That's too much time." Well,
1: you I think, I'm think I'm kidding? That's too much time.
0: time.
1: I didn't think they would. I didn't think they were stupid enough to play soft. Like I, I like we saw what happened in the Patriots Bears San game when they had a similar amount of time. They might have had a little bit more. I think they had like Um, 30-some seconds. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. But why take the chance? You can't play softball. You
0: You saw they had two timeouts, so you should have been, okay, they are two 30-yard plays away from a field goal chance with one of the best kickers in football. You should have saw that and gone, we just have to play straight up. They should have played tight
1: man coverage with safety help over Hill and blitzed and got the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible. That's what they say about.
0: Agreed. Imagine Gabriel Davis, like 200 yards, four touchdowns, loss. Like, I I, obviously Josh Allen, imagine him. But, like, that's the best game he's had as a wide receiver in the NFL by far, and now he's already on track, like, to be like people. You know, he turned heads. People were like, oh, maybe he's a stud. Cool. which i think we covered him um in our draft preview i think it was the first episode we ever did i at least did of gabriel davis saying i wanted him and he's been an animal for the bills um yeah. but that's just crazy to lose that game like that
1: yeah i uh i can't imagine the bills home they must have So much pain in my life. Uh, But honestly,
0: though, if I was a Bills fan, I'm looking at that and I'm like, we're there. If we can, like, yeah, like we can compete with every single team, we can beat every single team. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I almost feel better about my chances, I think. Because I'm like, Josh Allen's on my team for, like, 10-plus years. <laughs> right. And even in the cold, it didn't affect him. Even though he, had, he he has his issues with the cold. I mean, he scored 47, and now he scored 36. And I think he punted, like, once in both the playoff games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, it's, it, it's tough to – have your offense do that and have the lead with 13 seconds left and go, sorry, you lost. And you also had to watch your exhausted defense lose the game for you and not have this guy who punted once in the game, have a chance to tie. Yeah. Which I think is a good transition to OT rules. Uh, Cause once again, they're floating around In the playoffs, OT, if you get the ball first, you're and 10-1. I think that was the stat. And I get it. I think this is the best game you can point to to say, this is why the OT rules need to be changed, because this was one of the greatest games. And, you know, Josh Allen, who had a ridiculous game, didn't even get a chance to prove himself, right? But that being said, I love Josh Allen's response. Of saying we know the rules. If we got the ball, we'd be celebrating. That's not what happened. Oh, that was a good response, but I find it funny that, uh, you know, the chiefs and the chiefs fans aren't saying anything about OT rules, even though the same thing happened to them because they were complaining when the Patriots beat them that way, but they're not complaining now. (laughs) Um, my opinion is, uh, Complaining about the OT rules now is just completely invalidating the defense. Like, there's two sides to football. There's offensive defense. If the defense stops them, they have a massive advantage of they only need a field goal to win.
1: Yeah, I get that. I just I think that it's a pretty simple thing to fix, like – Kansas City drove down the field and scored a touchdown, or, like, the Patriots drove down the field and scored a touchdown in the AFC Chance game. Mahomes should have gotten a chance. Um, if he scores a touchdown, the game's tied from then on, and we keep going until somebody picks a field goal or until somebody turns the ball over because they're down and they run out of downs. It's not that hard. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Just keep playing.
0: Um, I, uh, so here here's my honest opinion if i was to say okay how would i change the overtime rules i think college does it right <laughs> i think college does it fantastic and i think that's the way it should just be done um cuz i will say especially in a game like this the yards from like the 25 to the red zone are arbitrary and don't need to be gained Honestly, yeah. like the red zone is where the defense has to stop them kind of because they're not running as much. It's tighter. The coverage can be tighter. It's more difficult to score. So college does a good job because basically you start in the red zone. Um, so that that's what I would do. Some other ideas I heard. If you're going to do the – Oh, Mahomes scored, then Allen gets a chance. I think a good way to kind of cap it, though, is like the Chiefs score. How many plays did it take them? Say it took them seven plays. Josh Allen has to score in seven or less plays, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then if he does, it's okay. Um, Now you have to, you know, the Chiefs have to score in less plays or whatever, right? Like something like that. I think that might be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And then the final idea I was kind of cool with is um, it you have to score eight points um, to win it on
1: the first drive.
0: Yeah. So like, say I Ma- like that. Say Mahomes scores, he has to go for two now to win the game.
1: To win the game, you have to go for two, and they can kick a field goal, but they but
0: the other team gets a drive to tie yeah. it. I like that. I like that a lot. That would be cool. The final one is overtime's decided at the beginning of the game. The beginning coin toss.
1: Whoever wins the open coin toss?
0: Yeah, it could be whoever wins the coin toss. They can choose, oh, we want to receive, we want to defer, we want the ball in overtime, we want the win this way, whatever. It's just a little more coaching. And then I've also. That's a, then, of a to the team that wins the coin toss right but it oh. d- depends on the game right like um if it was terrible conditions maybe you go let's try to win this in regulation i'm going with the win that's you know or something right um and then also just go simple home team gets the ball in ot first puts more of an incentive to win your regular season games, stuff like that gives more of a home field advantage. Although that I think is a little, a little much just because home and field advantage is already huge enough because uh, I don't think people understand uh, how much crowd noise really affects an offense. You have to go silent count. You know, it was huge in that Titans Bengals game, even though the Titans didn't win, it was very loud there. Um, and that's why there was a lot of false starts and probably miscommunication with the old line, which is why they probably gave up nine sacks. But point is, I understand the OT rules. I think this is the best game to point to if you want to change them because both offenses were on fire and everyone just wanted to see Allen have a chance because it was such a fun game. But I also think we are kind of discrediting defense and acting like they don't have a chance to stop them. When they do, you also have to build your defense.
1: Yeah, I know, but, but like to me, it's like, what if your team is like offense heavy? You know what I mean? And you and the coin flip doesn't go your way, and you lose. But it's argue. like I could even argue. Oh,
0: no shot. I could even argue in overtime. It might be better for the Niners to defer. Oh yeah, I mean, I yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I think there's two sides to the argument. It might be better for the Niners to defer because it's like, ain't no way they're giving up a touchdown. Yeah, you know, and then let's just get the field goal when we stop them or whatever, right? But yeah, I get. I just don't want them. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be mad if they changed it, but I just don't like the fact that fans are acting like the defense has no shot to stop them when they do you have to construct a defense right i mean you know and people are like oh the defenses are exhausted well i mean the offense is running too right the offense should be tired too in theory the end of the game they're all on so much adrenaline probably that they're all in good enough shape i don't know um but Let's talk about Championship Sunday and what we think is going to happen. First game is 3 p.m. and it's the Bengals-Chiefs. Tim, what do you got? Uh, I think the
1: Chiefs win. I'll some way. I'd like to see Cincinnati pull it out and uh, some Kansas City home, but I, I think the Chiefs win. They were my AFC pick at the beginning of the um, playoffs and – I didn't think that there were many teams that could beat Kansas City. I
0: still think that they're going to win it. I would love the Bengals to surprise me, but I don't see them winning. Uh, The Bengals beat up the Chiefs in the regular season, and I think the Chiefs have a lot of film to point to to fix that because they kind of threw the game. (laughs) I mean, what was it, like third and 26, and they just let Jamar Chase get a 30-yard gain? I mean, that just shouldn't happen, right? Um
1: there were some there were some big, big mistakes in that one.
0: Also, how are you gonna win that unreal game and then lose the next week? That just doesn't seem like a, a thing any team would do. Yeah, no, I have a bad point Um, it's after that. So yeah, I, I I'd be um cl- I'd be amazed if the Bengals could pull it out. It's gonna be so loud there too. It's probably gonna be louder than in Tennessee. It's probably gonna be Chiefs Rams in the Super Bowl and the Chiefs are gonna be the Rams. That's what I would think right now. I think whoever the Chiefs play, they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I um Mahomes. Actually, no, I
1: think if the Niners get there, there's there's a shot that the Niners
0: get revenge. There's a shot just because of the revenge thing, but uh still it's, I just it, think if it's the Rams, I think that see them percent Mahomes has unlocked that um you see a lot of superstars and sort of Hall of Famers get this thing where they understand regular season doesn't really matter. I think Mahomes has unlocked that, and he sort of coasts through the regular season to do what he has to do to get in the playoffs and get a pretty good seed. But he'll turn it on whenever he wants to. Exactly. That's what and I was
1: saying. Um, now
0: he's on 100% in the playoffs, and you can just see it. It's That's what I was saying when they
1: were down a little bit in the regular season, um, and everyone was like, oh, Kansas do not go. to win. I
0: was like, they're still probably the best in the AFC. I made a mistake. I'm not gonna lie. I, I saw the chase, was like, Mahomes doesn't look good. I don't really know what's happening with him. But it, it was a little alarming at the sense of like for the first eight games, he was not himself. And also me being a fantasy owner of him, I was getting frustrated. But um <laughs> yeah, I now I understand he doesn't care about regular season, really he'll do what he has to do to get a good seed and then come playoff time. He's the Mahomes we all know. Um but yeah, I uh, I'm expecting
1: four conference championships in the past two seasons. So
0: yeah. I at that point kind of arbitrary for you whole season. I'm going to go 35-21. And I think it's just going to be a late game touchdown from the Bengals so it's like 35-14 but they're in prebent at the end.
1: Um uh... I'll say 30 to 17 Kansas city.
0: 30 to 17. Okay. We'll move on to the next game, which is Niners at Rams. I'm, I'm a little torn on this one. It is so difficult to beat a team three times in the same season. Exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I like, I would be all over Niners,
0: but it's so hard to do. That's to the niners. one thing, especially because Niners have done me so right this playoffs. Well, I, I, I think I'm going to pick.
1: So now, you know what? I'm picking the Niners because I picked them for the first two rounds, even though I thought they might least the Packers, and they haven't
0: let me down. So
1: I'm picking the Niners because they're all 24-21.
0: I'm going to go Rams. Nothing to do with home field. That doesn't mean anything to me. It's the only thing is if McVay is as good as a coach as, you know, people think he is, I think he's a little overrated as a coach, but yeah, I think he should is. definitely make the adjustments to win this game. They have lost six straight to the Niners. And now they're playing them for the third time this season. It was 31 10. Then it got closer. It's 27 24. You got to turn the needle here to go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. especially with everything that is on the line for the Rams. You know what? I think I'm pretty confident on
1: Niners now that I think about it because. Do you think they'll joke? Because here's why. The Rams had their chance to knock out the Niners.
0: Oh, At you're home. right.
1: They didn't do it. Oh, you're right. So I think that's gonna bite them in the ass, and I think the Niners can beat them again that's in a, their
0: building. That's a very good point. Go Did you see the Rams are restricting? I didn't think the... about that until just now, and I was like, I think I, I think I'm gonna pick the Niners. Do you think the? Did you hear the Rams are restricting tickets? Yes, I saw that because so many were selling to. Niners oh,
1: teams, it was right? so
0: loud in the stadium for the Niners when. Yeah. They played them. Oh, you got you got me with that one, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my original thought. That is a good point. That the Rams did have a chance to knock out the Niners, and they messed up. But still, I mean, if if the Rams lose. serious points being knocked off for McVay as a head coach in my mind. Massive in my opinion. Because there's no reason they should lose. I think that's fair. There's no reason think, they should I lose. I think
1: they're a little bit underrated as a roster. At quarterback, they might not be
0: They're average at quarterback.
1: But I think, yeah, I think Cleveland's pretty solid. I think he's a little underrated as, as compared to most quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: I, I I agree when you have like a 75% win percentage and you're what five and one in the playoffs. <laughs> um, I think you're a pretty good quarterback at that point, but you know, whatever. Right. Some pe some people disagree. Um
1: <laughs> I think he's pretty kind of the equivalent of having like a Tony Romo. Because and I know they went to the same school, and that's not why I'm making the comparison, but it's Similar in that, like, you're getting the same amount of production. Maybe not in terms of numbers, but Garoppolo turns the ball over less than Romo does. Yeah. And while Romo is producing for you with big numbers, he's also giving you big turnovers. Garoppolo's giving you middle numbers, you know, mid numbers.
0: I just hate the numbers Turning the ball over not a ton. I I just hate the numbers thing because it's I don't care about the numbers. I care does the ball move. And when he's under center, the ball moves. Exactly. Half of football is really time of possession and field position. Like, even if you don't score, but you get a couple first downs, especially if you're a defensive-minded team like they are, that's kind of a successful drive because then you punt it way back in their territory and the defense has a lot of opportunities to stop them. I'm not uh-huh. saying that's what a quarterback should do. I'm just saying, like, he moves the ball up the field. And yeah, he doesn't get any credit for that. Um, You know, yeah, he's a game manager, but that's part of being a game manager is moving the ball up the field. I think there's so many teams that would have benefited from him. And I also think it's the situation he's in as to why his numbers aren't that good. His numbers aren't that good because the best chance of the Niners to win is time of possession and stuff like that. If he was in Minnesota, I'm sorry, I think he has better numbers than Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I really do. Yeah. So I hate the Kirk Cousins. If anyone who says Kirk Cousins is better than Jimmy Garoppolo only looks at the numbers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would – I lose respect immediately for someone that says that Kirk Cousins is different.
0: Oh, I, I've had to, I've had to argue this point with a lot oh, of people. Yeah. It, it makes me seem crazy, like I'm like this Jimmy G super fan, and I'm really not. I've just yeah. let's call it like it is. I'm just credit. I just a I'm just a sports fans. fan who tries yeah. to have a neutral opinion about stuff. Hmm and the the thing is you know as bad of a season he, as he had or as much as he sucks i mean he didn't play every game and he had 3810 yards 20 tds and 12 interceptions that's pretty solid yeah and um you know when he played uh they usually won <laughs> but whatever what do i know <laughs> Um, now I have one closing remark that I want to make before we go. Uh, and I think a lot of people have made this point, but I really want to kind of cement it in there as to, you know, me, a Patriots fan watching this playoffs, I always kind of knew, right. That like, you know, it's going to be tough with the AFC, how it's structured to win, uh, but I feel like this playoffs kind of cemented it, where it's like for you to win a Super Bowl, you're gonna have to beat probably three, maybe two, of Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Herbert. And you know, it could end up being more, depending on what happens this offseason. You know, if Watson goes to a Miami. or if Rodgers or Wilson or both go to the AFC, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like, damn, you know, as great as this season was like being a Pats fan, it's kind of like, like, I like Mac Jones. I think he's going to be solid, but he's not going to be anywhere near those guys. And for you to beat one of those four, it's like, okay, you're gonna to have to stop them to 21 to 28 points. That's like mm-hmm. impressive and kind of realistic, depending on your defense, I think, to stall him to that. But then that means Mac has to get 24 to 31. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But which like he can do if he has the chance to. The issue is if the other team scores 21 to 28, Mac isn't gonna have a ton of opportunities to score 24 to 31. And I hate to kind of make this a Pat's takes. I feel like I talk about them too much. Obviously that's my team, but this goes for like any team. I think like, if you're looking at the Raiders, you're looking at like the Browns and Ravens, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, if you're, if you're anyone in the AFC South, <laughs> yeah. Right. The only like, Sadly, the biggest hope in the AFC South is if you're a Jaguars fan and Lawrence can unlock his potential so that he can be in the conversation with those guys, right? Like it's just I
1: think he'll definitely play better next year and I think he'll get better year by year,
0: but I don't think. It's, it's a fast. tall task, right? Because yeah. you could argue Could you argue five? You could definitely argue there's four top 5 quarterbacks in the AFC. Right? A, a
1: Allen, Mahomes. Okay. Herbert is
0: tough just because he hasn't made part. Herbert. Okay. Um, yeah. Because then, if you want to say the other side, it's you get, is Rodgers in there? Probably. And then, if Brady retires, that's definitely the top five. If he doesn't, then you have to consider Brady. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just kind of like – it's it's a little sad. <laughs> as great as the games were, part of me was a little sad that I'm like, this is going to be tough if you ever want to get there as an AFC football team.
1: <laughs> well, Josh Allen had an opt-out in three years. He's Didn't he just –
0: oh, that's fair. He did sign his 10-year deal though, right, or eight-year, whatever it was. Yes, but there's an opt-out Okay, years. okay. Yeah. Still, I mean, you're looking at last One
1: second.
0: Mahomes is going to be there ten years. I imagine Josh Allen is staying. He's a god there. Me too.
1: I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that Buffalo would ever let him go. They would overpay him. But yeah. Um, Burrow, but
0: Burrow and Burrow and Herbert should begin their mega deals soon, so they probably stay. Potential out in 2026. Yeah, but Burrow and Herbert are probably staying and then it's for like a
1: 51 million dollar cap hit in 2025. Wow.
0: That's your that's really your only hope. Your only hope is that those contracts completely blow up the team, but still I'm like I'm still just like yeah, but it's Josh 16, Allen and Mahomes. <laughs>
1: he he hit for 16 million this year on the cap. Next year it's 39. The year after that it's 41. And the year after that it's 51 and then it drops back down into the 40s if he stays after the potential out but i think he'll take that out probably right it's his age third year
0: none of the, none of these quarterbacks are going for like you know goat status anymore they're just they're just taking their deals mm. it's like brady isn't winning seven if he doesn't if he is paid what he deserves to be paid oh, yeah. you know i think people forget that yeah, he took yeah. massive pay cuts to make his team better
1: hmm.
0: well and yeah still, it's yeah, just we don't know where
1: that money went though right right
0: <laughs> late james harrison taking signing. all these
1: pay cuts and we have no talent on our roster for years so. yeah
0: that's very true <laughs> but i don't know it's just it's just crazy to me to think about it that you're going to have four crazy quarterbacks who are all young if watson gets figured out like and finds a situation that's five if rodgers and wilson come over here that'd be seven uh if like i'm not a big lamar guy but that's still a top 10 qb arguably and then if lawrence or wilson reach their potential which i'm not saying they will not saying they will i'm just saying in theory that is like 10 quarterbacks who could be very good and you would not want to play against yeah Yeah. and then there's also just you know Derek carr who's like solid i don't know just a little just a little scary Yeah. Yeah, yeah um and, and then the NFC is wide open. And You know, who knows? Maybe one day the Cowboys will get their shot, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I had to throw a little Cowboys dig in there. You just took the entire playoffs against the Cowboys. I mean, even when I made that prediction for them to make the Super Bowl, as soon as we cut it, I was like, I don't know why I did that. Like, I'm more confident than <laughs> Niners. I was like, I'm more confident that Niners will make the Super Bowl than the Cowboys. Yeah. I didn't think my take was horrible in, like, my reasoning. Mm-hmm. I just forgot, uh, you know, it's Mike McCarthy. <laughs> but I did say, I was like, if Dak plays shit, then yeah. they will obviously have no shot, and he did. But, you know, and then Titans – you know, I guess, yeah, what am I doing thinking Ryan Tannehill won't throw three picks and lose to a team that scores 19 points when you have Derrick Henry, Foreman, AJ Brown, Leo Jones.
1: Yeah, that one surprised me a little bit. I did not think that Cincinnati was ready yet, but um in my opinion, they really
0: weren't. Uh, yeah. They I, like I, I Burrow got sacked nine that, times. That, yeah. But yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, We'll, we'll wrap this up. Tim, yeah. thanks. Thanks for joining, per usual. um, yes, I, I don't think we're going to get as good a pl- playoff weekend as last weekend. That's going to be tough to top, but uh, we'll, I'll probably see you in a week or two to talk Super Bowl matchup, whoever that may be. Yes, sir. You're down. Niners
1: yep. hopefully Niners and Bengals.
0: Hopefully Niners and Bengals. That's what I'm rooting for. (laughs) All right, everyone. That'd be awesome. Everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, Tune in next time.